For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hello, everyone. This is John Peart, and you're listening to The Local Youth Worker, a daily podcast presented by Reformed Youth Ministries. Um, I'm joined here today by John Paul Watson. Welcome, John Paul. Thanks for having me. Uh, John Paul, why don't you tell us uh, just wh- which church you're a part of, uh, where you're from, family, all that good stuff. Yeah, uh, so um, as John said, my name is John Paul Watson. I am an associate pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church in Winterville, North Carolina. Um, I've been there for about three and a half years. My main focus uh, is on students uh, and their families. Um, it's been really great. Um, we love the church and uh, love ministering there. Um, and I am married to Carrie Ann, uh, and we will have been married 10 years uh, this year. We have four children, uh, two daughters and two sons, and our daughters are uh, first and last born, and our sons are in the middle. Uh, our oldest daughter is Lucy. Uh, she just turned eight. Uh, Judah is six. Uh, Luke is four, and Jane will be two in September. So. Awesome. Well, I've got to tell everybody, um, we actually just recorded that uh, a minute ago, but I did not have our mics plugged in. Um, so John Paul and I just repeated that introduction to ourselves. We're kind of sitting here smiling as he's telling us everything he did just a minute ago that I did not record. Um, but anyway, uh, thanks again, John Paul, for, for joining us. And, you bet. I'm happy to be here. Um, what, we're, what we're doing with John Paul today is, is something we do with a lot of youth workers, asking five basic questions. Um, it's interesting to hear uh, just the varying answers of people doing the same type of job but in a different ministry context. Um, so today we're, we're going to start off with you asking you, what's the best thing you've done in youth ministry? This could be an event that you've planned. This could be a Bible study that you've taught. Um, what you got for yeah. us? Um, I would say that the, the best thing that, uh, that I've done uh, in youth ministry is actually something that, was, that I didn't necessarily do, but it was kind of sort of, it, I was encouraged to do this when I first got um, uh, to uh, to Christ Pres, um, and uh, my senior pastor, um, who I love dearly and uh, love working with him, Dave Osborne's his name. He really encouraged me when I first got to Christ Pres that that my job uh, for the first six months that I was there uh, was to watch, to listen, to learn, and to observe. Uh, and you know, at the time, I'm the kind of guy that I like to get in there and I like to get going. I need to like to get moving. Um, and I think Dave even knew me well enough at that point um, to know. On the one hand, there's going to be plenty of stuff to do. Like there's there's going to be plenty of stuff to do. But just how important it is to learn the context where you're at. Uh, and I would say that that those six months alone. Of, uh, of doing that, and it's not like that was a hard and fast six months, but uh, we're, have, have served our ministry really, really well. Um, because I didn't go in and start making a whole bunch of decisions about stuff, but instead tried to learn the context that I was in and to live in the midst of that and listen and 
to watch and to observe what is going on around me in the life of our student ministry and, uh, and our church and everything. Um, and what kind of got bookended with that, coupled with that, I had the great fortune of when I came into uh, to my call at Christ Pres, uh, the very first weekend that I moved there, uh, my elders, my session, sent me to RYM training. So like I'd literally been in um, Greenville, North Carolina for two days and then I flew out wow. to Nashville for training. And at the time it felt like a really, it was a really rushed thing. But in hindsight, I'm really, really thankful for that because every year that I get back to training, it's like, this is another year of ministry that's passed. And it's sort of allows me to reflect on this past year of ministry and everything. And the things that I learned um, even in that, that first year of, uh, of RYM training, um, that, that has just sort of served as the framework through which we think about uh, ministry to students in our church, but not just ministry to students in our church, but our whole church in general. Yeah. Um, and so those things, uh, those two things kind of like coupled together there uh, have really, I feel like it's the best thing that's been done for me, frankly. I, I wouldn't have, not, that's not what I would have decided to do, but I'm so glad to have um, other men and women in my life that um, are, you know, are wise and oh, have, ex, have experience and uh, knew how good that would be um, uh, for me and everything. So, and just to, yeah. to let everybody know, I did not pay him to say anything about all youth <laughs> um, But for those, of the, those who are listening, um, Reformed Youth Ministries does put on a youth leader training annually. It's typically the last week in January in Nashville, Tennessee. There's hopes to, to spread that in other parts of the, the country, but um, that, yeah, that is a vital week. And I'm echoing what you say prior to coming on staff with, with RYM. Um, that was a highlight of my, my year of going to youth leader training. Absolutely. Getting to be around others. Yeah, Abs- absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, that is great advice as far as context goes. I mean, we, we think of that or teaching scriptures, context is key, um, mm-hmm. but thinking of each church has its own individual right. culture. Um, so yeah, that's some wise words from your pastor there. Yeah, That's good advice that all of us should heed is to know that, especially those of you, if you're listening and you're headed to a new church, just be aware of the context you're going yeah. into. Um, that's good advice for all of us. So anything else you want to add to that? Yeah, I, I you know, just thinking about what, what you're just saying, like it's, it's okay to slow down. Um, and actually it serves us well, I feel like, to slow down um, because it's then that we really kind of start reflecting on the things that are around us. It's really easy in the culture that we live in to just go, 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 go. And that's both, you know, external put upon us, but it's also just our tendency as well, too, is to do that. And so slowing down, I think, has just been a huge, uh, a great benefit to, to, to me. And what I would encourage, you know, or even our interns at our church, I encourage them, like, slow down. It's okay. Um, so that'd be the only other thing. Yeah, that, that. that's good advice. And kind of getting practical on that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. When you tell your interns to slow down, is that you tell them, hey, make sure you're getting your days off, um, pull back from students, go have some you know, time to, to read a little bit more. What, what, what practical things do you do? To yeah, so, so, so most of uh, you know, the, the, my interns and youth leaders that I'm, that I'm working with, are, they're in college. So they're college-age students. They got a, so they got a busy schedule with their classes and everything yeah. and all of that. They're also helping out with our 
uh, with our youth ministry. And I really use that in the context of really trying to push them to just sort of reflect on everything that God's doing uh, in their lives. Um, because God is using everything in our lives. Um, and I think it's so easy to just, just keep plowing and playing away and not slow down and reflect and think, okay, how is God using this uh, in my life right now? And so it's really kind of in that context of uh, that, that encouragement uh, kind of comes to, you know, be still. You know, that's good. It's good for you. Everything in our culture says you don't need rest. You need to go, 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 go. Um, and, uh, you know, God says, be still in it, I'm God, which requires us to stop, requires us to slow down. Um, and so really trying to, you know, because they're not that far removed from the students that they're working with. And so, <laughs> right. and so it's, you know, they're saying things that they struggle with, you know, they're, they're just a couple of years ahead of that. And they're still struggling with those same things of like, how do I bring balance in my life? And, um, you know, how do I rest? Like, seems God's word is, is pretty big on us resting in him. Um, you know, what does that look like? So. Yeah, I think, again, that's huge. We, we need to constantly hear that message of rest and slow down. Uh, because like you said, I mean, we're, we're in a culture that's just, you know, about results, about productivity, oh, about yeah. go, 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 24-7, you know, this, that, and the other. Um, so to be reminded, hey, we're not keeping God's kingdom going. You know, he's, he's the one in throne. And, yeah. Um, yeah, he's in control. So those are, yeah, good words of wisdom for sure. Um, well, thanks, John Paul. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for having me.